Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Moses Moody, and you are listening to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Can you feel it? We can. <laughs> we can, Evan. It's a championship game. Was that was that Jake or Moses? Oh, uh, that was Moses. That was Moses. I, I'm going to give you a three. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. out right now. They might need Jake Moody. They're going to need him at some point in this postseason make a massive kick. And I wonder if he's up for it, Goo. I was hoping Jim last night. He, what you? Oh, I thought you were a game. My bad. Oh, but yeah. They had it, Evan. <laughs> talking about the- oh, my bad. <laughs> I can no, feel it. All right, it wait, yeah. Sorry, right, Evan. I read you wrong. No, no, no. You're all yeah. good. We got 45 minutes until Emmanuel Acho joins us from FS1. Of course, you can catch him all weekdays on Speak. He's going to join us, friend of the program, big Brock Purdy fan. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to hearing what he says. I mean, look, Goo. I do wonder what people feel like the the game plan is for this game or what the the vibe of this game is going to be because i think partially because of the climate partially because of the opponent now when you say climate what do you mean well just it's not going to be raining oh okay got you yeah, it's going to be gotcha. 65 and overcast it's going to be dry you know the lions are going to be outside and like i, I think conditions are going to have this pretty much net neutral like there's not going to be one advantage one way or the other you're going to be able to put your put your your toe in the dirt, dig, turn, burst. Like everything is going to be reset. Yep. I think it, I think it's going to look like a very different game. I think it, they're going to look like the Nor- the 49ers that we've come to know and love this season. No that's doubt, just, I'm with you. That's the way I'm leaning. Yeah, and it's the way Vegas is leaning too. And I don't think there's not too many people, not from Detroit, walking around the Bay Area feeling like when this game is over, Evan, there is no reason the Niners are representing the National Football Conference in the Super Bowl. So we'll see what the Niners do with that. I guess we could call it public sentiment. But right now, I just don't see how the Detroit Lions can come in here. Evan, I don't want to say keep it close, but you know, have us watch a repeat of what we did in regard to a close game like we did in the divisional round, uh, and that being Green Bay last week. I just think the Niners had their scare because that's what it was last week. It was a scare. Uh, K.J. Wright talked about the rust factor. Niners, again, to their credit, haven't even used that as an excuse. But, Evan, I'm with you. A dry track, kind of like you in January, dry January. So I expect the Niners to get after it. <laughs> About three hours away from me, man. Oh, About three hours Plans. away. Well, I mean, it's the 26. We can cut this thing yeah, short. 888-957-9570 is the number. If you got a vibe on this game, if you got a read on it, we want to hear from you. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Daryl the Guru Johnson. If you got a message for Kyle Shanahan, we do want to hear that because especially just stacking him up against Dan Campbell from the 650. Dan Campbell looks like a bar fight brawler. Shout out Roadhouse. Thanks for all the laughs. You're welcome. We Craig G. Uh, Campbell is Jesse Ventura. That's a good call. That's who he looks like the wrestler. That's oh the old. Yeah. Wait, is he the one that ran for office? Jesse Ventura. Well, Spadoni helped me. Yeah, former governor of Minnesota. That's right. Oh, wow. Okay, that's he. Course. He won. Why do I know him yeah. as a? Why do I know him as a politician as opposed yeah. to Jesse the Body Ventura? Wow. Yeah. There you big go. Dude. Well, Dan Campbell certainly got. Well, he didn't have a big gut. Yeah. But you know, so got a body on him. Uh, let's get out to Fremont. <laughs> oh, don't talk about that. I'm heads in Fremont. Save us, man. What's up? How you feeling about Sunday's game? 
What's up, fellas? Happy Friday to you all. Yes, sir. Back at you. Yeah, so I had a message for Kyle Shanahan, and I agree with Sanyi, just like you said, that pressure. I mean, the weather had a lot to do with it and everything, too. But that was a close game, and that was a lucky. But, hey, a win is a win. So I think Kyle Shanahan has to bring his A game for his players. They got to get up, up on defense and offense. And I have a good feeling that we're going to take it all. All right. Thanks, Ahmed. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you sound like Steiner, baby. Yeah, well, shut the hell up. Yeah, right. We love you, Steiner. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, hopefully I don't need a new hit. That was, by the way, that was the impression, I believe, of Debo Samuel on the Kay Adams show. Because he was, was, she was asking him if if he was, like, you know, ready to go or ready to come back. And he just heard, like, a yay! Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's great stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully there's going to be a lot of yays at the end of the Sunday game. Because the 49ers look, and, and this is also what I want to get into also. To me, it, it is... This game is more about the 49ers. Like, if the 49ers show up and they play the way we believe they can, they should win this game. And, yeah. and that is that is why I feel comfortable, or not comfortable, but confident. It's one of the reasons I feel confident is because when you are the better team in a football game, you have to essentially you know, fall off the tracks in order to let an opposing wow. team in. I don't think the 49ers will do that two games in a row. Number one, because like even in the regular season, I know they had the three-game slide, but Cleveland's a game that came down to a kick. You missed it. You lost. Minnesota, if there's not a halftime breakdown right before Charvarius Ward makes a pick, you probably beat Kirk Cousins. Cincinnati is the one game along with Baltimore that you've really just been dragged. Yeah, they, put, they put hands on you. Exactly. They have not played successively bad games or embarrassing games two times in a row. I don't think Saturday was necessarily embarrassing, but it was a C effort. I don't see back-to-back C efforts from this team, this team that I've watched for 17 regular seasons. Yeah, I appreciate that, Evan, and I believe you. And again, not to be redundant, I'm a guy that's been saying destiny is on Kyle Shanahan's side and his football team and the Bay Area. It's time for them to go get their ring and get back to the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to run from that, even though we saw a game that was kind of lackluster, confusing, baffling at times by everybody in the red and gold. But again, they got it done. So, you know, I got to be careful here, Evan. I thought Green Bay had won their Super Bowl and shocked the world uh, in Dallas winning that game. So I kind of thought they would come in like fat cats and just happy to be in the game. And boy, was I wrong. They tried to they tried to take that thing and, and shock the world. They didn't do it. And I feel like Detroit has a lot of that going on. You'd mentioned earlier in the week that they're the darlings right now. And I get it. They're America's team. Jamel Hill joined uh, Bonte and Shasky earlier this week and said, this is the biggest game in Detroit sports history. I I don't agree, but I mean, just it's up there. I I get that. So is Detroit going to try to, you know, get it past the the one yard line and, you know, be underdogs in the Super Bowl. But to do that, you got to go, Joe, you got to pull off an upset. And, you know, I think of Joe Namath and some of the Villanova over over Houston in in the NCAA finals Mm -hmm. way back then, Charles and company. So I just don't see that happening. But Evan, what I believe has no bearing on the Niners being able to, 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 you know, execute their assignments and for them to play sound football and Kyle coach a, a great game and and Wilkes, you know, the same and nobody fumble. And that's why we watch. So uh, with all that said, being proactive, if the Niners handle their business, they should be in Vegas. And the, and the last question is what goes down at 12 o'clock in the AFC on who you and I are talking about Monday as their opponent. Well, I do think there needs to be appropriate fear, as there should be in, in every matchup. Doesn't mean you can't feel confident. Doesn't mean you can't also feel anxious. But you have to have appropriate fear of your opponent. And I think from the Lions' perspective, you know, my appropriate fear is because of how much they can run the football, mm. and specifically how they're able to run outside the numbers, which is an area that the yeah. Niners have been hurt, not just against the Packers, but all season long. 
This is a Lions team that gets outside the tackles and did so against Tampa Bay with regularity, and that's a very good run defense. Meanwhile, the Niners, outside of the tackles, allow 5.4 yards per carry. That's 20th in the league. Wow. So the combination of Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, if those tackles are able to set the edge, do pose a very difficult challenge for the 49ers' run D, one that, when they're on their toes, we saw Nick Bosa getting chipped. Chase Young has been a solid addition, but he hasn't been the guy that's come in and and provided a Christian McCaffrey trade-like impact. In fact, I didn't really see his name a whole lot come up on the Saturday broadcast. So if he can't set the edge, then the Lions might feel confident in this game. And that's where my appropriate fear comes in. It's with the Lions' ability to run the football, but mostly them able to get to the corners. No, that's real. And I'll tell you this just about Chase Young, and obviously it's not today for today. But, Evan, when that trade was consummated and they – Talked about his future. I just thought it was a given. He was going to be with his college buddy, uh, Bosa, for a long time. And if we don't see him disruptive this Sunday, I don't know if it's a given that he's coming back. And I know it's not about next year's roster, but that's just kind of how pedestrian he's being, Evan. You are right. And I just wonder, maybe if that's why he was available and Washington said night-night with Rivera and company. But uh, it's imperative that he shows up, and it's imperative that you keep this – this uh, Russian attack by Detroit, which is their staple. We talk about golf, St. Brown and Laporta and the rest of the gang, but it starts there. And I still, until kickoff, have not shook the first drive by Green Bay and Aaron Jones. 14 plays. No doubt. And seven and a half minutes like that just wasn't on the bingo card. (laughs) So you are right. I think uh, Detroit, you tell me if you think I'm wrong, is a better running team than than the Packers. So if the Packers were able to have success, it's just about how much confidence you and I or Niner fans have of the coaching staff and players to get in that mindset to say, you know what? A lock's going to jump off today and 60 minutes, but let me tell you what ain't gonna happen. Detroit running right up, getting to the outside, setting the tone. Because if you do that, then you talk about golf comfortable play action pass then it's just about them d- doing whatever they want in regard to their offense. Well I thought there were a couple things that factored into the Niners not being able to stop the, the Packers run D. Number one, they hadn't played in a couple weeks so there was some rust. They got the ball and just decided to get physical immediately. Number two, there was a muddy track. There's some conditions that don't allow you to play at your full speed. Number three, and this was a weird thing with Green Bay all year, Aaron Jones didn't really play a lot during the season. Mm. Now, he got busy against Dallas when he was 100%, but he was in and out the entire season with injuries, so you didn't really know what Green Bay's run game looked like. Not to say that you got more tape on Detroit makes it easier to stop, but I think that the 49ers are more prepared for what they're going to see on Sunday versus the Lions. It doesn't mean that they're going to be able to just stop it immediately, but I think if you're talking about preparation, it's easier to know what the Lions are throwing at you as far as their run game than what the Packers had. Mm, Nice take, and I'll say this because we kind of talked about it. I know I did. I didn't understand the 39 uh, pass attempts from Brock Purdy. Uh, Obviously, Kyle Kyle Shanahan controls that. And you talk about the conditions. But Evan, if I'm sitting up here telling you just from a personal standpoint, I want the Kevin Durant treatment. 35 touches. I don't care how you do it. Combination of rushes and uh, catches out the backfield. But now you got me thinking with Detroit's quote-unquote porous pass D, would this be the game where we see Purdy put it up 39 to 40 times, if not more. I don't know about 40. So that number is also interesting to me, too, because if Purdy's passing the ball a lot, I don't think it's because the passing game is going well. Like wow, when we man. see Brock Purdy operate with efficiency and he's dicing defenses and he's putting the ball into tight windows and he's 80 or 70 plus per, uh, completion percentage, he's generally in the 25 to 30 pass attempt range because. That's where they're maximizing plays. That's where Purdy's moving the ball in the intermediary part of the field. That's where he's pushing the ball deep down the field. There was a lot of those dinks and dunks on Saturday because I think it was raining, he was uncomfortable, and he was rusty. Yeah, I don't expect those things to all be factors against the Lions. Now, also defensively, Detroit doesn't have a great secondary. I think Purdy is going to be better, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to throw the ball 35-40 times. Again, 
if they're throwing it more than 30 times, it's because the game plan is not going according to script. Damn, I don't man. think they want to throw it 40 times, but I do think early and often Kyle Shanahan will try and open up and kind of soften up that defensive line for the Lions with the pass. Mm. All right, I'm 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 here for it. I got my popcorn ready. I do, too. Yeah. 888-957-9570 is the number. Let's hit the phone lines. John is in Oakland, wants to talk about Johnny. one of his favorite subjects. Mr. I'm built for this. Steve Wilkes, what's up, John? You're on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, boys? How you guys doing today? All right, baby. Awesome, man. How are you? All right, all right. I'm doing just fine. I can't wait, I can't wait till Sunday, man. I'm, I'm all ready to go. But I'll tell you what, Wilkes, he better change it up, man. He better drastically change that that defense up because we cannot have what we had uh, last Saturday. Uh, I don't know what he has to do, maybe blitz more or whatever. But like you guys said, we got to stop that outside run one way or the other. You know, that's you know that's what that's what I, that's why I feel. And if we do that, I think we got we got the game in the bag. And Mr. Purdy, this kid, unfortunately, man, he has been taking so many. Don slaps in the face, and that's got to stop, man, because this kid is the real deal. And you guys enjoy the game, and let's go Niners. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah, I mean, Steve Wilkes does have... So, Steve Wilkes, to me, is the most likely scapegoat. No. If they win, if totally they if they agree. lose this game, totally agree. And He's I the think easiest person to blame. To all week. He's totally. the easiest person to blame. Personally, and I'm not even going to look at Purdy because again, this is his second playoff trip. He's 23 years old. I think he's going to be back in situations like this in the future, even if they don't get to the Super Bowl, which I, th- I think they will. To me, if if there's someone that you look at at the end of this game, if it goes wrong, I. It's got to be the head coach. It has to be the head coach to me. Wow, that's interesting, man. I might be in the minority, but... Yeah, but I guess, Evan, you are correct, and you hit me yesterday with, this is his team, Goo. He sees over. He oversees every, every sector of the team, but you and I both know, Evan, look around, and, you know, I cited Philadelphia. There are a bunch of fall guys, and so many times the right guy is not the fall guy. It's the wrong guy is the fall guy. But I am looking at this defense, and I'm asking you point-blank range now, do you think collectively we all overestimated the Niners' defense? I, I want to say before you go, hell no. That we overestimated them? Oh, yeah, well, like, well, I mean, they're not the '85 Bears. Like, they're not just going to sit up there and throw throw shutouts against teams. No doubt about it. And I'm not saying that, but you can meet me halfway. They were a top three defense, if not the best defense in the NFC, especially after doing what they did to Philly and doing what they did to Dallas throughout. And you're led by Bosa, Warner, and Greenlaw. Like, this was the unit that was supposed to be suffocating. And I know it's one game, but. I do have questions now about okay, whose job is it to get last week to flush that, flush that game, and then show the world the Niner defense that we've been or thought we've been watching the whole year. I guess that's all I'm asking. I, I'm not saying a forty, you know, a shutout, but Evan, that wasn't the Niner D I've been accustomed to last weekend. Is my, is my greater take? No, but one of the great characteristics of D'Amico and Sala was how they were able to adjust in game. Oh, and I know Wilkes hasn't done it at all times throughout the year, but I, I think you got to give him some credit, Goo. I thought they did adjust at half because they didn't give up a single point in the fourth quarter, and. Even in the first half, they were stingy in the red zone, which is really where it matters. So, I, I thought defensively, like, were they perfect? No. Was the game plan coming in probably the best? Not really. But they made their adjustments when they needed to, and it resulted in two big turnovers in the second half. Yeah, I- I'm not mad at you. I just think of the 50-yard run and also the special teams. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Green Bay could have scored. Well, they got three points, but your boy missed a kick. Uh, Aaron Jones got loose for a 50-yard run at the most inopportune time, which against a good team, Evan, could kind of put you away being down four. So I didn't feel like they pent their ears back and and gave their offense the ball. Uh, They did because the special teams from Green Bay didn't handle their business, but more so just watching Jones run, and it was crunch time. Evan, it was the fourth quarter, but yet maybe I'm panicking, but you are right, and it sounds like you agree with me. Let's just, and I'm not being negative, if somehow this defensive unit is, is not on their A game, he will be the fall guy. Whatever that looks like, 
Because Kyle's not going in. I'm pulling my Steiny. He ain't going anywhere. Brock Purdy ain't going anywhere. But if somehow this defensive um, juggernaut, which I thought that it's been throughout the, the season, it they don't like mimic that, but, then I but think ha- they're going to have, have questions. Have they been a defensive juggernaut, though? Like, have they been? Honestly. Uh, against the Eagles, yeah. And they... And against the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm saying, how do you get the number one seed? It's a combination of stellar offense. It is. And and not just a mediocre defense. It was a defense led by the $120 million man. And that's, to me, what I've been accustomed to watching from the San Francisco 49ers is them to be the most physical team uh, on that side of the ball. Okay, so a good indication of a team's dominance is like point differential. Would, yeah. would you give me that? Okay. The Cowboys had a better point differential this year, I believe, in the regular season than the Niners did. It was about like two points or something. Would you consider the Cowboys' defense a juggernaut? No. I wouldn't either. Yeah. But I think they blew teams out, and that allowed their defense to play well from ahead. Now, the Front Niners works. were a little bit yeah. different, and they looked different. Throughout. I think they had better players, but... When you're separating, when you're playing from ahead, when you're... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Playing according to plan, mm. your defense can pin their ears back. Where they're weak is against the run, and if you're in a tight game, you don't get to just basically line up and say, we're just going to get to the quarterback. Mm. So... Like I, I'm not saying this defense is bad by any means, but I, I just don't want us to look at it and say, well, they're in the same category as Baltimore, Cleveland, Kansas City. Like They might be a tier below, and that's a second-tier defense. That's still really, really good. They still have perhaps the best middle linebacker in football. They got a second-team all-pro cornerback. They did miss Talano Hufanga for most of this year, but they got an expensive defensive line. They have good players on the defensive side of the football. I just don't want to come in and make it out to be on Monday like we expected them to all of a sudden turn to the Legion of Boom like K.J. Wright, who we just wow. talked to earlier. Damn, E. I hear you. I, yeah, I just feel like they got everything you need to be a dominant defense, and you are right. And I cited this, the Arizona game, where they ran for, I believe, 232 yards on the Niners. The Niners won that game going away, but... It seems like you're painting the picture, Goo. Yeah, they won the game going away, but uh, the steel curtain doesn't give up 232 yards on the ground. <laughs> that is true. 888-957-9570 is the number. Hey, have you got a message for Steve Wilkes? We want to hear it. We'll be taking oh, that as well. For what, oh, and, Kyle Shanahan, and Kyle really? Shanahan. Uh, we're about 15 minutes away from speaking with FS1's Emmanuel Acho, friend of the program, uh, big-time national voice in sports media, big 49ers fan, and Brock Purdy fan specifically. Very curious to hear what he has to say about this game and this matchup, the NFC Championship between the one seed, the Niners, and the three seed, the Lions. Let's go to San Diego. Bring on Devin. He's got a message for Kyle Shanahan. What's going on, man? How you feeling, Devin? Devin. Hey, fellas. Happy Championship Friday. Goo, Evan. Thank you for getting me through the work week. Tomorrow's going to be a little rough. Uh, with that said, Goo, nothing but respect. I know uh, you're not Skip Bayless and, you know, been in your jerseys, but with that nice championship poster on YouTube that the 95-17 did, 
that Dallas Blues thrown me off a bit. With that said, I called in yesterday, talked about Wilkes. I think the whole thing about this Niners team that made us the number one seed is being dynamic. We heard KJ talk about it with the play action, with all the pro bowlers and all pro players we have. We need to mix it up. With that said, we want more run game, but we give McCaffrey his touches. We give Mason some touches. We give Mitchell some touches. And that's different styles of running that are factored in with McCaffrey's workload, play action, and the defense. Like I said yesterday, we got to get some edge rushing, and we got to mix it up on the edge. We can go man-on-man with Hargrave versus battered inside. But, fellas, it all comes down to being dynamic because that's what Shanahan's offense is based off of. Wow. And do you see a scenario, Evan, to Devin's point – I I just don't think we're going to see Mason. I don't think we're going to see uh, Mitchell. That's just that's Bobby Brown. That's just his prerogative. Like, and I'm sitting here telling y'all, want to see McCaffrey left, right, thirty five <laughs> times. But to Kyle's point, he's never come off of that man. He just this is his John Riggins. He 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 don't like sharing the rock in the backfield. I wonder if we are going to get a John Riggins game. What what was that playoff run where he had like thirty five, thirty eight, forty carries? The Hogs. I mean, yeah. that dude was bruised and bunch. battered when they. Won the yeah. Super Bowl back in the Niners late 80s, got jobbed uh, passing interference on Ronnie Lott years ago in the NFC Championship game at, at RFK. Well, we hope they don't yeah. get jobs here this weekend. I, I feel confident in their chances, but we're going to continue the conversation on the other side. If you got a message for Kyle Shanahan, if you got a message for the 49ers, Hey, if you got a message for us, we want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. It's a football Friday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Daryl the Guru Johnson. Back after this on 95.7 The Game. And also, that segment was brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. I was waiting for that. Uh, I've been waiting for that every single show. Let's I want to get fired, Spadoni. That's a banger. I'm mad at you, Evan. What? At me? Because I get excited I on the show. What and I, I said Villanova over, over NC State. It was actually over Houston. Dibs text me. He said, you don't got to read it on the air. I'm mad at Spadoni. Maybe he wasn't even listening to Villanova me. over Houston. I'm not even sure what game that. It was uh NCAA f- uh, championship game years ago. Wait, like the buzzer beater? Yeah. Lorenzo Charles. Jay Wright? Or what are you talking about? Oh, boy. you're Yeah. yeah it's, it's way earlier than that. I'm a couple decades Well, maybe that's off, why you didn't correct me. But I yeah. said Villanova. Yeah, I thought, like North Carolina a couple years ago. Yeah, right? NC State over Houston. A, a big upset? Yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Akeem Olajuwon was on Houston. Five slams. Oh, okay. oh, I, I see. Villanova. We were not alive. Yeah. They, oh my. Is that a fact? Wait, that was NC State. Yeah. Oh, I, I said Villanova. I see. Yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah thanks. We Dibs. were born like in '93. Oh, but little punk. Jim Velvano. Y'all wasn't even here. Survive in advance. That's damn. That's what the Four Nines did last week. Yeah. And we're hoping they just advance. Super Bowl, baby. Advance to the Super Bowl. No, you're right, Goo. I mean, look. I'm going to take a line from you. File it under who cares. But there was a massive upset, for example, last night in sports. The number one tennis player in the world, Novak Djokovic. Who you, you told me was going to win it all. Remember a couple of days ago I well, asked you. What was the last time he hasn't? The only, the only time he hasn't won the Australian Open in the last, I think, five years was because he wasn't allowed to participate. Wow, man. Like, that's the only time he hasn't won the tournament. So he that's just got upset, upset in the semis. Yeah. Like, these things can happen in sports. It's not as if the overwhelming favorite is just going to cakewalk their way all the time. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't feel confident in them getting to the place that they're expected to get to. Mm. So, And that's why I also think all emotions are fair today. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling confident, if you're feeling appropriate fear, if you're feeling excitement, we want to hear from you at 888-957-9570 because we got Emmanuel Acho in about 10 minutes here, Goo. I can't wait to talk to him, get his thoughts on this game, but also continue down the road now, right now, of the messaging we have for the 49ers because we got a couple people okay. that want to chime in in the conversation. Let's get out to Steve, who's here in the Bay Area. And uh, what's up, Steve? How you feeling about Sunday? Uh, very excited. Um, I just wanted to mention... I'm San Francisco, born and raised. You there? Yes, sir. What's up, Steve? Okay. San Francisco, born and raised. I was two days old when the Niners played 
the Lions in 1957. I was three blocks away at St. Mary's Hospital with my mother. I just wanted to say that. And I really like how you guys tie in a lot of San Francisco trivia and the high schools and all that. It, it's really awesome. Appreciate um, it. More importantly, the one thing I wanted to say about uh, the 49ers, and I've been telling my kids this, all this hype, uh, and back talk about Brock Purdy. My true feeling is, is that people fear him. That's really what I feel, and I think that um, there's a good possibility that that may backfire on these folks who are trying to psych him and the Niners out. That's really all I wanted to mm. say. Hmm. Well, he's one game away from, you know, going Kyrie. Well, you don't want to do the double bird. Like, you guys thought I couldn't get here. If he gets to the Super Bowl, the ultimate double bird, Evan, would be him hoisting that Lombardi trophy. But, I mean, how many – if we had a dollar for every time we talked about it, and I get it, uh, Willard brought it up, is it draftism? Whateverism you think it is, I just think – the kid is hated on because where he was drafted and what he was not supposed to do, and everybody missed on him. So I don't if think you disagree. That's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot that goes into it. I don't think that people, to his to his point in his call, I don't think people fear Brock Purdy, but you're getting to the point in which you probably should fear him a little bit. Like you should keep that in the back of your mind because if you don't pay him his proper respect and you treat him like just one of those other quarterbacks, mm. he can hurt you, and he can do a lot of damage, and that's what he's done over the course of the season. That's why he's one of the candidates for the MVP award. Now, I don't think he's going to win it. Uh, he might not be top three, but that doesn't mean that he's still not a very, very good signal caller, yeah. and one that if you don't line up, and if you just treat him like he's any other guy, you're going to get burned. And I think that's maybe what he's also getting at, too. It's like people do need to be fearing Brock Purdy. Um, I don't know if they do now, but they should. I mean, this dude has a new elbow, <laughs> went through surgery, Evan. And when he got hurt, it was in the game to go to the Super Bowl. So he takes the job. He's inserted into the starting position um, on the fly, drove to the stadium that day, not having – any idea that he's going to be out there taking live reps. And all he did was get his team, uh, with his help, uh, Evan, uh, get his team to the NFC Championship game, wrecks his elbow, reconstruction of that, comes back, and now you're 60 minutes away from going to the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't know what else you want or what the job description was, but Evan, you can't tell me on my worst day if I wanted to hate what I could hate on because the kid does not have a tattoo, and I'm talking about Brock Purdy, that I'm the it or I'm the best. All the dude's doing is film study, showing up in his J.C. Penny fits or wherever he gets them, and going out there and running the game plan. I, I I don't get it. He's not Millie Vanilli. He's not a rapper that's selling the most record records, and he has no talent. But that's how I feel like that's the shade he gets. Like, dude, he's throwing dimes. The team's scoring 30 or 40 points, Evan. I, I don't know where it's coming from, but it goes to the Ryan Clark. Like, we still don't have the answer on what you were doing all year long and what pressure you were feeling or whatever made you put Brock Purdy into a conversation amongst the greats for whatever reason, has one subpar game in the playoffs, and then now you tell us you were doing that because. Like, that's the ultimate hate to me. Well, I thought it was wrong because he was he was clear if he was lying the whole year. I don't want I don't want a it media hurt. member to, to admit that they're lying to me. And for what? To avoid the backlash? I don't know. To to appease the people, to kind of placate to the masses? That's not the Ryan Clark I know or thought I knew. Well, yeah. especially as a player, he was one of the hardest-hitting players. Man. Borderline a little dirty nowadays. I don't think you could be doing that as much as uh, as much as you could not even But it was weird. You'll give me weird, though, right? That was a weird take and revelation by him. I don't even know if it was a take. It was like oh, an admission. Boy. It was uh, <laughs> like he was on the he was on the stand. Like he was speaking to a pew of people. I, I didn't really admission. get it. You're right. We got uh, five minutes until Manuel Ocho hops on. Of course, you can catch him every single weekday on FS1 Speak. But before we do that, let's get out to Fort Still, Oklahoma. Talk to Big Sergeant. Uh oh, has a message for Santa Ham. What's up, Sarge? 
Hey, happy Friday, boys. Thanks for having me. Okay, I sure. think this is my first time uh, talking to you, Evan. Uh, happy Friday, Guru. Happy yes, Friday, sir. Evan. And shout out to uh, Mr. New Hip uh, on recovery. There you go. Tiny, hope you keep doing good, brother. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a few things. Um, Larry Kruger, 95.7 Zone. Larry Kruger, uh, he had interviewed Logan Ryan uh, uh, prior to the Green Bay game. And he asked Logan Ryan, "Hey, if you could, you know, have a, you know, have a word with the troops, what would what would your message be?" And I loved Ryan's answer uh, because it's something I I haven't, I haven't thought of. But he said pretty much now's not the time to switch anything up. You know, as far whether it's preparation, whether it's you know your sleep your sleep uh, schedule or whatever, don't now is not the time to change anything. You know, just stay stay true to your 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 regular uh, routine and and I love that answer and I feel like Shanahan. I hope he heard that or I hope that got to him some way somehow or, because that's the thing. Look, Shanahan is on the brink of his second Super Bowl. Many coaches don't even make one, so. Just like you were saying, Evan, Shanahan, hey, if you got two timeouts, two, three timeouts, and you got a buck forty before the end of the first half, don't 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 coach scared. Man, keep your foot on their neck and do it, you know. You got it this time around you have a quarterback. You know, and the numbers don't lie. Look, 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 look how many runs to passes, you know, that got us to the Super Bowl in the run in nineteen. You know, and so uh if if there's anything I I'd tell Shanahan, just Stay true to, to to what you know and what got us there, just like Evan said, and 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 you know, let's do let's get the job done. Bam, Big Thank Daddy Kane, I get the job done. But Evan, that's it. Don't change it up. And that's why the caller, I believe it was Devin. He kind of ripped me, Devin, I remember. Uh, <laughs> Devin said uh, he wants to see maybe, you know, the, the other backs. I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of changing it up, you know? Not saying it, it would be for the worst, but I don't think we're going to see Mason and the rest of the gang in Mitchell. That's just me. No. And I understand it. Speaking of Big Daddy Kane, I don't want to see any half-stepping. I don't want to see any half-stepping on Sunday for the San Francisco 49ers, specifically from their running back group. Uh, Dave's in Piedmont. Let's get him on before we get Emmanuel on here. What's up, Dave? How we feeling, man? The donut. Hey, guys. Feeling good. Can you hear me? Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Yeah, okay, great. Well, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, Thinking about uh, Purdy and, and the MVP, I think... You know there there are a lot of issues with with uh, with Purdy, but I just can't think of another time when there were two players from the same team in the top five final final uh, as finalists for the MVP, and I think that really cuts against Purdy, right? I mean, if you got another MVP level player in McCaffrey there, it seems seems like uh, you know that's the obvious reason Purdy Purdy doesn't stand alone on this season. Yeah, no, no doubt. Look, you, you can't be an MVP without teammates. But, you know, with the 49ers right now this season and comparing them to, to years past, it's it's just undeniable that Purdy's taking this offense to another level. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I goes today's not the day, but I'm going to do it, Evan. That Christmas game was there for Purdy. Had he outdueled Lamar, and they, had they won the game and he looked like his normal self, I believe he would have the hardware. But they're trying to get some different hardware, and that's the Super Bowl trophy. But, you know, just to go off his point, he had separated himself because the NFL now eats its own, and I say that because they don't reward the running backs or other positions like they should, and that's what made that Christmas game uh, d- decides two of the best teams playing and clashing. It was the better quarterback. Whoever wins this game might win the MVP, and obviously it wasn't the Niners, but had Purdy won that, Evan, I think we'd be talking about him being the MVP here in a few weeks. Well, right now we're talking about if the San Francisco 49ers could advance to their second Super Bowl in the last five years. They're aiming for their sixth Lombardi Trophy. And joining us now in the Boxer and Gerson guest line is none other than FS1's own Emmanuel Acho, best-selling author. Emmanuel, thank you so much for joining us. How you doing? Bang, bang. It's all good, family. It's all good. <laughs> well, you, you brought up something earlier this week. I thought it was a really interesting point about Brock Purdy. And the idea of, like, we talked about how much per, how much better Purdy can get. But looking at the Niners situation, how many quarterbacks could come in and do a better job as far as winning games than what Brock Purdy has done so far? And he needs one more win to be his fourth playoff win in his first two seasons. He needs one win to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, this guy has been incredible. 
Is there anything more that he he can really prove to people outside of hoisting that Lombardi trophy? I don't know what else. No, I don't think so, because the doubters will doubt even if he does prove it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if Brock were to go throw for four touchdowns and 300 yards against the Lions, people would say, ah, but he's got the best offense. Uh, so the haters are going to hate regardless. You know what I'm saying? Um I think it was – I saw on Netflix's uh, Kirk Cousins said, if I walked on water, people would say it's because I couldn't swim. Damn. And that's what, they, that's what it's like with Brock Purdy, bro. Um, so I don't think there's anything left for Brock Purdy to prove outside of taking his team to the Super Bowl and then obviously hoisting the trophy. But hoisting the trophy is hard to do. Get your team there and mm-hmm. then let's talk. Acho, don't let before we get out of here, I got a question my wife wanted me to ask you. I'm going to save that, but I want to ask you this. If you could tell the Detroit Lions to focus on one component of the game against Green Bay and try to do that, what would it be? Manipulate the Niners' defensive tackles. The Niners' defensive tackles were super suspect against the Packers. Super suspect. Kinlaw out of position multiple times, getting pushed back. That's why Aaron Jones, five-yard gain here, second and six, uh, uh, second and five, four-yard gain here, second and six, seven-yard gain here, second and three. The Packers were able to play above the chains freaking the whole first three quarters. That was a dilemma. So if I'm the Packers, I want to try to attack the Niners on that interior run game and – I want to see if I can run at Logan Ryan, assuming the Niners are going to try to start Logan Ryan again. Emmanuel Acho joining us here on the Boxer and Gerson guest line. You catch him every weekday on FS1 Speak, also a New York Times bestselling author. And you know, speaking of attacking opposing defenses, I know that everyone has made this about giving the ball to McCaffrey, and everything starts with the run for the 49ers. But I'm looking up and down at this Detroit defense, Emmanuel, and I'm seeing a team that doesn't tackle very well. I'm seeing a team that allows the most yards after catch per game in the NFL. That's where the 49ers are very dangerous. Am I often thinking that this needs to be or can be a pass-first type of approach from Kyle Shanahan and that Brock Purdy can get busy against the secondary as opposed to that defensive line, which has been very good against the run this year? It's a really good question. I think it's twofold. I would always want to check the run first. Let me just see what Detroit talking about. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if Detroit's run game is as good as people want. Run defense is as good as people want to make it out to be. Plus, you got McCaffrey. Now, if it doesn't work, then let's go quick game. Let's make them tackle in space. Let me get some three-step slants. Let me get some now screens. Uh, Let me get some glance routes. Like, if it doesn't work, then let's get the quick game going, and then I'll go play action to shots. But it's interesting. When people say, like, the Niners lean on the run, the lean on the run, I would ask, do they? Because with the game on the line, family, versus the Green Bay Packers, McCaffrey got two carries on the last drive, y'all. I'm not making this up. He got two carries. George Kittle dropped the ball on second and five. It's third and five. Kyle Shanahan could have said, all right, let's run it. Let's either get the first or let's go to fourth and one. He didn't. He called a slant route completion. Then he called another pass. He hit number 84 Conley completion. Then he called another pass. He hit Jennings completion. So, it's just interesting how people will say the Niners, oh, they rely on them. They do run the ball like every other team. Of course, you got McCaffrey back there, but with the game on the line and Brock Purdy playing as bad as he had played, Shanahan still said, hey, we got four and a half minutes. Brock, I trust you. Get it done. And Brock got it done. So I think regardless of what has to happen, the Niners get it done, run or pass. Ajo, let me ask you this. I know Kyle's great, but I do have questions because I feel like he should have already had a ring. In your words, Mm. how big is it for him to have that Super Bowl win on his resume with all that he's accomplished? (laughs) It's a must. It's a must. You know, I can't say that Kyle should have already had a ring only because it's hard to do. Now, when you're up 28-3, to against the Patriots, Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, get it done. Get it done. Find a way to freaking get it done. But, bro, like, now that we know, I mean, think about what Kyle's doing, right? I I put it like this. Sean McVay has only ever coached number one overall picks. Like, y'all realize that? Mm -hmm. Not first-round picks. (laughs) He's only ever coached 
number one overall picks. I would hope he got a ring. Dude coached the best quarterback coming out of high school, then coming out of college, then going into the league in Matthew Stafford, and then he coached Jared Goff's number one overall pick. So I won't hate on Shanahan for not having a ring, but once he finally gets one, it does two things. It shuts everybody up who says he couldn't do it, but more importantly, it proves that Shanahan's way of building works. Shanahan says, I'm going to get an incredibly talented roster, I'm going to get a quarterback for the cheap, and I'm going to inverse the business model, the business model which says get an expensive quarterback and just pray and hold on. Shanahan's model, I believe, it would prove that it works. So it would prove that Shanahan is, in fact, the football genius that I believe him to be. Mm. Emmanuel Acho joining us here on 95.7, the game of the boxer and Gerson guest line. Well, speaking of number one overall picks, one of them is playing for Detroit this weekend in Jared Goff, formerly with the Rams. Do you think that because of the, I guess, association with Dan Campbell's demeanor, that this offense kind of gets poked on the back burner a little bit? Because Ben Johnson has been able to orchestrate a quietly very efficient passing game with Jared Goff, obviously Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Sam Laporta. But do you think people aren't making making enough of how dangerous this offense can be against a San Francisco defense whose secondary did have some issues and has had some issues throughout the season. Bro, a thousand percent. The Lions are the Niners. I repeat, the Lions are a less famous version of the Niners. I I challenge you, the listeners, go look this up at home. McCaffrey, I believe, has 21 total touchdowns a season. The Lions running backs combined, they have 24 total touchdowns a season. McCaffrey, I think, has like 2,000 yards on the season. The Lions running back room, they have 2,300 yards on the season. Uh, The Lions, they have an all-pro tight end. The Niners, they have an all-pro tight end. The Niners, they have an all-pro wide receiver in Ayuk. The Lions, they have an all-pro wide receiver. The Niners, they have an all-pro right left tackle. The Lions, they have an all-pro right tackle, but they also have an all-pro center. Especially if Debo Samuel does not play, the Lions are the Niners. The difference is the Niners have been the Niners for about three years now, so everybody knows what type of time the Niners are on. The Lions have only been the Lions for one year. But don't get it twisted. Like, Laporta is Kittle. Gibbs and Montgomery are McCaffrey. Uh, uh, Penny Sewell is Trent Williams. Amon Ra is Ayuk. Like the same, it's the same team, bro. It's the same team. It's the same team. It's the talent at the same positions. It's elite-level talent at the same positions. And I believe that Brock and per- Goff and Purdy are the same person. I say the same person not based off skill set. Same person in I think they both do a phenomenal job of running their offenses, period. So, bro, it's the same team. So whatever the hell you think of the Niners offense, think the exact same thing of the Lions offense. Just think that the Niners offense is a little bit better because the Niners have Debo Samuel. Acho, let me ask you this. If you're Goodell in an office in New York, and I hate that I'm doing this because we got the Taylor Swift component with Kansas City, but if you want to talk about the sexiest matchup out of these four teams for the Super Bowl, who would those two be? Oof, that's a good one. Um... It would probably be Lamar Jackson because they haven't been there since 2012. Uh, Man, because the Bay actually is one of the biggest markets in the nation that people don't realize, I'd still probably say the Niners. Now, Detroit, hell of a story. Hell of a story. Hell of a story. And I'm actually not super familiar with where Detroit's market ranks as far as television. I just know the Bay's market ranks super high. So I'd probably say bang, bang, the Niners, and I'd probably say the Ravens. (laughs) There you go. I want to get you out on this, Emmanuel. You mentioned how the two teams are kind of mirror of each other. Well, then, is the difference in head coaches, and is that the reason why the Niners will be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl? Difference is both in head coaches because Kyle Shanahan is not just the head coach, but he's also the offensive mind, whereas Dan Campbell is simply the motivator. So number one thing. Number two thing, at the end of the day, bro, players make plays. And the Niners just have more players. You feel me? Like, the Lions have players. Don't get it twisted. But the, but the Niners have more players. Because as soon as you get to the defense, yeah, y'all got Aiden Hutchinson. But the Niners have Nick Bosa. And y'all got a guy named, you know, Jack Campbell and number 34, Anzalone. But Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and then Javarius Ward. And then D. Molendor. So the, the Niners just got – the Niners have too much. So eventually the, uh, the Lions going to start shooting blanks. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's going to happen. No doubt. Acho, real quick, we'll get you out of here with this one. My wife's a fan. She said, can you ask Acho? She loves the frames that you fit. We're like Equifax. We get credit. But do you have a stylist, or is that just all you when you pick your wardrobe, family? (laughs) We do. Shout out to the whole Fox department. Um, Definitely have. I have a stylist that I consult with, so it's not exclusively your boy, but your boy be hands-on. All right, there it is. Well, thank you so much for making time in your very busy day. We appreciate you. We'll look for you on TV today, and uh, thank you for hopping on. All right, family. We'll see y'all soon. Bang, bang. That's Emmanuel Acho of FS1. Oh, man, he's great. He's, you ever have a stylist, awesome. E? Well, soon. <laughs> we do, do a play-by-play like? play for We're somebody. We're an XL denim shirt. What do I look like? <laughs> I've got a stylist. Baby. No, no chance. <laughs> found this on the... I don't know. I actually forget where I found it. I'm fashionable. No. <laughs> Who's that? You look good. Oh, boy. Well, dig into... Actually, he said something I thought was really interesting about the comparison between the two sides, if they are actually the same team, and why does that mean that the Niners should be favored by seven points? I want to dig into that a little bit deeper as we continue on. Halfway home here on a Friday, a football Friday, by the way, sponsored by First 5 California. Learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to first5california.com. Please hang on the line. Madison will get you through on the other side. Evan Giddings in for Matt Stein. That's Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.